This episode is brought to you by Shady Brook Farms. If you're looking for ways to make mealtime healthier in the new year, make your favorite recipes with turkey from Shady Brook Farms. Take the pressure off. Keep it simple and tasty without sacrificing flavor for nutrition. Whether you want a delicious sandwich or a post-workout protein, Shady Brook Farms turkey can do it all. Visit ShadyBrookFarms.com for recipe inspiration and to find retailers near you. Shady Brook Farms. Eat what you love. If you want to stay up to date with the messiest drama on the internet, or what about those crazy viral challenges, then be sure to tune in to TMZ Verified, the podcast. I'm Wild. I'm Steph. And each week we're either breaking down the spicy viral stories, or we're hanging out with the most popular influencers around. Tana Mojo is in the building. I don't even know if they're hating. They're probably just telling the truth, but we love the haters too. Sophia Franklin. Yeah, I mean, we can talk, but, like, let's be real with each other, you know? Bryce Hall is here, y'all. Make some noise, people. I'm, I'm single, by the way. Right. So if you like viral drama, influencer culture, and just overall hot messness, check out new episodes of TMZ Verified every Thursday right here on Spotify. Hey, friends. C-Note here. I have been thinking about this mental wellness thing for a little while and trying to figure out where it's gonna go next it's been this sort of seed in my mind this like blurry mountain in the distance that I'm trying to get some clarity around like what it is and where I'm going I just did a post about it recently talking about how this really is starting to feel like fully in alignment with where I'm going and it's been a thing that's been a through line throughout my story right uh I didn't really choose mental health I didn't look at the world struggling or anything and like say I want to be a therapist, so there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, that that wasn't my arc. My, my story arc is that uh, I struggled a lot as a kid and had some challenges at home, but then also challenges with myself and then challenges relative to like where I grew up and the institutions I was a part of and all of that stuff. And then getting into the working world and struggling to figure that out. Um, you know, there's obviously like the regular day-to-day challenges of all of that, but I was dealing with a lot of peaks and crashes and, and all of that stuff. I, I've documented my story uh, over and over in various places. But the idea being that it's been a consistent through line um, and I, I can't ignore it. Lately, I've been feeling like there's this like pulse in my body that is just this feeling that I can't do anything else than just dis- like discover and do whatever it is my purpose is um you know whatever it is is like the thing that i was born to do and uh i've denied it over and over again but i think i think i'm getting closer i don't know that i know what the thing is but i think it's it's somewhere around this mental wellness idea uh i started i'd done a couple of the mental wellness open mic nights those were really lovely and um really starting to approach this from the perspective of like what it, what the experience is like as an individual, right? Uh, Not just the person who is struggling with mental health, but the individual who is like the family member that doesn't know how to help someone, the teacher that doesn't know how to help a child, the parent that doesn't know how to help their child, the boss or the uh, nonprofit institution leader that doesn't know how to deal with a person like, what does that look like? Um, 
And uh, I don't necessarily have clear answers for all of that yet, but I'm starting to think of myself as this junction box between people who do know what to do, right? Because there, there are these like disparate elements out there. There are therapists, there are counselors, there are coaches, there are uh, consultants, there are creative professionals who are teaching skills. Uh, there's all sorts of avenues that people can go down to improve their mental health and have a better life experience. And that's why I emphasize like mental wellness. It's about improving your life experience, right? Uh, mental illness is, is dealing with all of the clinical stuff. And when things have gotten so dire that you need professional advice, support, or uh, chemical balancing of some kind, right? Um, and then mental health is more advocacy and awareness. And even, even if it's self-awareness of like something's off, something's not right, and I need help, I need to consult someone for like where to go next, and I see mental wellness as like the elevation of those two ideas, not to dismiss them, but to add to it, to say, like, how can we start to take on various practices in our lives uh, or various systems like understanding personality types to understand when maybe we're under resourced or undernourished in a certain area? How can we get fed? How can we get ourselves like nourished and, and get that chemical hit that we need, not in a um, addicted dopamine hit kind of way, but how do we balance the scales of what our life experience is and can be, you know? And for me, it's like, it's such an interesting time and opportunity to think about these things because first of all, there's, as far as I know, there hasn't been a time in history where so many people are thinking about this for better or worse, like, or, or trying to figure stuff out relative to this, um, which is like new in human history at scale. Right. I mean, as far as I know, the 60s were like this awakening of, you know, this uh, human potential movement. There's like the consciousness awakening, uh, Timothy Leary, uh, Ram Dass, all of that stuff. And this notion that we can be liberated free human beings. And then on the inside, we can experience uh, uh, growth and development in a conscious way or or be aware of like the difficulties of the world, the challenges of uh, industrialism, and then how does that relate to ourselves and what we have contributed to our lives? How have we been the hero of our story and then also the villain of our story, right? Because with every light comes a shadow. And even in the 60s, like it's like the 70s were the shadow of the 60s. <laughs> and uh, it's, you know, you kind of see this like with a lot of good things comes challenges that come with it and usually we just have to make the choice of of figuring out what's worth the effort of keeping the light going if that makes sense um and so i think about all the time how the last mental institution like the ones that you see in horror movies and ghost stories and all of that stuff like the last big mental institution closed in 1994 there are still psych wards there are still all sorts of stuff around mental mental um uh, I guess you could call it mental health support, but uh, to varying degrees, right? But institutions and all of that is not necessarily my strength. Uh, but I think that there are a lot of people in the world trying to figure out how to better those things. And then there are also people who are trying to either take advantage of them or they're just trying to get by, right? They're like this. They're trying to, you know, keep their keep their kid in an institution to just like, I don't want to have to deal with it. Or, uh, 
there's just varying perspectives, right? Um, so it's not necessarily that people are good or bad, but sometimes it's like in the instance of the person that I was talking about where you're the person who is like, there's someone out loud outside with like a loud radio. <laughs> um, uh, in the in a case of like a person who's like running an institution or like a family member or a friend that's like, I don't have experience. I don't know what to do with you. Sometimes you just like they cast them out or they put them in, you know, you used to put kids in like boarding schools and stuff like that. I mean, they still do that, but uh, it, it used to be just like handing them off. And that was another symptom of like kind of the late seventies into the eighties was just like starting to hand people off to cults and religions and institutions and stuff like that. And uh, not really knowing what to do with like how to help someone who is either struggling or not being disciplined or whatever the thing is. Right. So uh, I, I kind of think of things in um, four main categories. And if, if it's really like the split between interior and exterior, meaning our internal world and the external world, like interior happenings, like what are my thoughts? What are my feelings? Uh, and then sensations and even just like patterns that we form. And then the exterior being like literally the world around us, what we experience, other people that we experience, stuff like that. And then there's the individual and then there's the collective. So individual, one person, collective, multiple people as a unit in some shape or form. And then you combine those things and they become like this uh, way of operating. So uh, for me, I tend to focus on the interior individual. So it's like, what is going on? For the person psychologically, philosophically, what are their values um, and uh, values about society or values about themselves or values about like what is their story? You know, what's going on interior in, in their interior that like motivates them or what are their core principles? Like how do they navigate uh, existing, you know, <laughs> and and sometimes um, what are their thought processes around that? Because sometimes just tweaking that or tuning that creates a better experience for a lot of people. And that's what I feel like I do really well or can do really well, or at least um, diagnose and understand where someone's interior world is so that then they can navigate themselves or I can push them to someone that can help them with another category like exterior individual, which may be just like what you're experiencing, literally what your environment is. Um, who you're spending time around or where you're spending your time. Are you in nature a lot? Are you inside a lot? You know, are you, what city are you in? Are you in a certain climate that's affecting your psychology, right? So the exterior has an effect on the interior, but it's, it's, a, it's how the exterior has an effect on the individual, right? And some people primarily focus on that. And I, and I think that's amazing. And then there are people who focus on the exterior collective, which is like, how do we as people, as a unit, you know, make something happen? How do we, you know, gather a bunch of people to volunteer to go paint a school? Or how do we set up a system that has all of these different roles and people in place to, uh, to feed the homeless, right? How, like, someone may be focusing on that kind of thing. Um, or, or that may be their natural strength. They may be trying to focus on that, but it may not necessarily be their strength. Uh, but I think each of us have, like, sort of natural attunements to these categories. And I think it's important for us to take the time to figure out what that attunement might be, if that's like where you're at. Um, and then there's, there's the 
interior collective, which is like human development. What are the patterns about like how we, the collective unconscious, right? The idea of that, that uh, to some degree, we all kind of think the same things or we might um, have the same ideas. And then also how do I as an individual navigate institutions or how do I navigate social situations? Understanding how do I get through you know, these, these collective uh, scenarios and then how, how can I as an individual influence them? You know, uh, that's a big old question that a lot of people approach. And I think when you think about uh, spiral dynamics and big developmental models, I think that is a big focus there. <clears throat> so, you know, you might naturally attune to what one of these, the, one of these categories, but I'm finding that I've tried to do all of them. But I think the thing that's ultimately the thing for me is the individual interior, you know, the psychology of myself. <laughs> and by understanding myself, I can usually also get curious about other people and start to understand their interior. So how all of this leads to uh, what I'm thinking is that uh, I don't want to be a therapist. I don't really want to be like a, a psychologist or any sort of like formal teacher or support or anything like that. Uh, I actually think I'm more of a junction box. Like I think I'm pretty good at diagnosing where someone's at, whether that's developmentally or in their mental state or if their environment is kind of in shambles or if they're being asked to do things that they don't want to do, sort of like identifying where they need help. Like which of these four categories, for example, that's just one framework, but which of these four categories are there? Are they trying to do or are they getting sucked into or are they um, having trouble with, right? And then through these categories, I can then help them say like, go see this therapist that does this specialty about this thing. Go see this consultant who can help you get into action in this way and do this thing, right? Or go learn about this framework from this person to help you navigate, you know, the working world. Um, or go talk with, um, go learn about your interior world through, you know, learning about personality systems, you know, go to this place. So it's like, profilers, personality profilers that I'm connected to, therapists, people who are formally doing work, some of them type informed, personality type informed, uh, coaches or counselors, um, uh, people who are doing work around uh, creativity or um, inner work that involves exterior action or change, like changing your environment or changing uh, what you're doing. And then like the consultants that are people that can give you action steps, right? So I'm starting to think about this call for people who are therapists and coaches and consultants and like creative uh, counselors or, or uh, personality profilers to have them work with me to kind of diagnose and figure out where they're at and then you know, splinter them off to where they need to go next. And so the challenge is that this is just kind of a big fuzzy vision. It feels connected. It feels aligned because I really love this notion of 
improving the mental wellness of of the world, right? Uh, uplifting the collective consciousness, so to speak. If you think of the the humanity as like this collective human organism, it's we're at a certain level of consciousness, right? The newest thing being awarenesses of our interior world, uh, talking more and more about our mental health, more entertainment that's talking about the complexities of the interior experience, Not, and and st- and plenty of things that are talking about like bettering the environment. You know, you can see these four categories really lightening up around this idea of wellness, which is like improving our environment, improving our systems, improving how people treat each other and work together, and then improving how we experience reality and how we uh, philosophize about the world, improving our philosophies or improving our understanding or improving our uh, value set, the way that we see ourselves, the way that we value ourselves. It's a... a that's that's a, it's those categories are like big important things that um i think navigates and helps pull the world into a better place um and i say better place because i, I don't have this this is work that i know that if i continue down this road it's like this is lifelong experience and this is like also beyond my lifetime you know i i don't have this illusion that i'm going to quote unquote save the world I don't actually think the world needs saving. And I know, I know that's not a popular opinion because when you think about these four categories, it's like there's doom and gloom everywhere. <laughs> uh, but a big thing for me is like uh, n- nothing is broken. People are just operating the way that we know how to operate, right? We're just trying to figure it out. We're doing the best to get through the experience of it all. And so it's a really big challenge to get people on board with that. I like, I'm not trying to convince anyone of that philosophy, but I, I, I'm trying to not get too big for my britches because I think something that's really important to have. And one of the most important principles for me is that, uh, acknowledging our insignificance is one of the most powerful things that we can understand about ourselves to improve our mental health. Right. Like thinking that we can save the world is like, grandiosity right it's it's making ourselves this one individual out of eight billion officially out of january 1st it's eight billion people uh that we are the ones or me and my 12 friends are going to save the world or me and my city will all be on the same exact page and save the world or me and my entire country will get together and save the world uh it's a little naive uh if i'm honest and um like i don't want to perpetuate that necessarily like i don't think that's helpful to keep thinking uh i i mean i you got to go through it right you got to try <laughs> and i don't want to stop anyone from trying uh but in terms of how i want to approach things it's really about uh subtle influence and helping where i can help right and doing uh, not helping in like a self-sacrificing way like i'm not trying to atone for anything i'm not feeling any kind of guilt it just feels like this is why I'm here. This is what I'm doing. This is what lights my brain up is to kind of diagnose what's going on in someone's mind and uh, give them some direction to get some clarity from another person who might tell them something different and guide them down a different road. But ultimately, like the the major thing that I want to support is agency and sovereignty, right? Because we're quickly moving towards a world where we've got a lot of people my age, a lot of millennials who are lonely because let's face it, we all kind of suck 
socially. <laughs> we're, we're not great at making small talk because we're so very much busy and focused on these abstract big ideas. Um, not abstract in the sense that they aren't totally real, but they're abstract in the way that we don't really know the, all of the details, like us as an individuals. Like, I don't know the details of climate change. I just don't know all of the little details. I can research and learn a bunch of things and I have a gist of it. But because I understand that gist of it, you know, forming a lot of emotions around just the gist of it ends up impacting how we see the world, how who we interface with. And we end up creating these like kind of mini cults that become these divisions that we're all wrestling with. Right. Instead, like we're not getting to know humans. We're not really taking the time to understand individual to individual. Right. And that's all I want to provide because us as individuals have influence amongst a lot of people that we're connected to. Uh, you know, it's like the six, six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. It's, it's a yes. And right. It's like, I don't necessarily have the individual vision or ability to change the world on my own, but I also am not so individual and useless that I can't impact anyone. Right. It's like finding the modesty and the healthy balance. Like modesty is not necessarily about the extreme version of it where you are just not doing anything and you're super disciplined and you're you're not impacting anyone at all. But it's also not so grandiose that you think you're hot shit when you're not. Right. <laughs> so it's it's fine tuning to understand, like, this is what I'm good at. This is how I can help. And this is how I get out of my own way to be able to do that. So. This is me acknowledging for myself that this is what I'm good at. And all of the other things I keep trying to do, I'm just getting in my own way and I'm getting in other people's way and slowing things down, right? And so I'm trying to both become more efficient in how I can like really live my life on a day-to-day -day basis that feels good and uh, gets my needs met and gets me resourced and all of that stuff. But I also just... I, I don't want to waste a talent that seems to be something I have that I'm emerging awareness around that's moving energy. It's that if someone works with me, I figure out where the thing is a little off and then I'm like, okay, here you go. It's like uh, going to a general mechanic and then you're like, okay, you need the uh, tires from this place. Go here. You know, that kind of vibe. <laughs> it's like a, uh, that that's kind of the energy that Molly used the idea of the operator. Cause we talked about this. She's like, you're kind of like the switchboard operator, right? And I and I think that's where I'm going. I don't have the details of how I'm going to like offer that and make that a regenerative money producing thing because it needs to. I need to make a living. You need to make a living. Uh like we this needs to be regenerative. And even like if it helps the person that I'm supporting and serving, if it leads them to eventually making money, like fantastic. So part of it is like a referral network. Part of it is the ability of um, all of these places intermixing. Like they don't have to go through me. It's like if a therapist needs to work with a profiler, they can connect on their own and everyone can get referral fees from each other, consultants and all of these places, right? So I don't want to get too far ahead of myself in terms of the specifics there. The next step for me, I think, is figuring out, um, probably doing my own personality profiling first, but then uh, if someone's having a challenge in a specific area, starting to identify and build the network around who I can send them to. 
So if you stuck around this long and have watched this video, clearly you were already interested in what I'm doing. And I'm curious about, you know, what you're doing or working on. Uh, you know, don't, don't sweat if it's a big thing or not a big thing. Like it doesn't have to be, it's just like, if it fits, it fits. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, and it's just about, um, finding better ways that we all interconnect as individuals to serve the greater whole of humanity, uh, as, uh, improving the health of the overall organism in the same way that you might heal certain cells in your body and it helps the rest of the organism heal. Right. And, uh, you know, any, any improvement of the world's conscience, consciousness or like the overall wellness of the planet, of, of humanity as a, as a part of the planet, um, is going to come from, you know, individuals and various collectives and people, people really slotting into what I think are these four main categories to um, step into their unique genius and do things that make a living, that support our survival, that support connection, that uh, support thriving and living well. Uh, and Brooks Running has a new shoe for you runners out there. Did you hear that? Better turn up your volume. In fact, turn it up to the max. Introducing the all-new Ghost Max. It's got all kinds of things to make your knees and ankles feel protected, like Max Cushion, Max Soft Landings with DNA Loft V2 Foam, and Max Smooth Rides with their Glide Roll Rocker. Feel better on your run with Ghost Max. Learn more at brooksrunning.com. How do you feel great on vacation? Like, really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. You know, increase the overall consciousness, like I said, right? So trying to find other things but i think that's the that's the gist of what was in my head that i wanted to share as this thing is starting to slowly unfold um and uh as i get more clarity i'll probably do more videos just to to share what's coming up for me and chances are more of what you'll see of me is going to be about those ideas of like improving our internal code in a way like our philosophies, the way that we can think about our wellness on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, uh, I'm not uh, I'm not necessarily a practices person. Again, that's why I like refer people to other people. Uh, but it is like, have you ever thought about this this way? You know, that kind of thing. And uh, you'd be amazed at how often just like a little tweak can send your life into a better trajectory. And I think that's ultimately the idea is to better our experience and improve uh, our lives for ourselves. All right. I think I'm circling the drain here. So uh, I appreciate you for watching. Uh, let me know in the comments, how do you feel about this? What's coming up for you? Uh, are you a therapist? Do you work with uh, nonprofits or a business? Or are you a coach, consultant, creativity? Uh, Molly's a creativity doula, like something like that. Are you helping someone to unlock inner work through creative practices. Um, 
Are you a personality profiler? Do you work with personality types? The Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, um, Spiral Dynamics, anything like that, I, th I think is um, something that, uh, you know, I'm trying to build through kind of a word of mouth network, not necessarily something that's going to be like an official big old institution thing, <laughs> maybe eventually, but uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. It's just me trying to help and do what I do best. All right. I'm not good at endings, but I'm going to wrap this up. I appreciate you and I'll talk to you later. See ya.